Ezra chapter 5 At that time the prophets Haggai and Zechariah son of Ido prophesied to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem They prophesied in the name of the God of Israel who was over them Zerubbabel son of Shealtiel and Joshua son of Jehozadak responded by starting again to rebuild the temple of God in Jerusalem and the prophets of God were with them and helped them But Tatenai, governor of the province west of the Euphrates River, and Shetharbozenai and their colleagues soon arrived in Jerusalem and asked, "Who gave you permission to rebuild this temple and restore this structure?" They also asked for the names of all the men working on the temple. But because their god was watching over them, The leaders of the Jews were not prevented from building until a report was sent to Darius and he returned his decision. This is a copy of the letter that Tatenai the governor, Shetharbozenai and other officials of the province west of the Euphrates River sent to King Darius. Greetings. The king should know that we went to the construction site of the temple of the great god in the province of Judah. It is being rebuilt with specially prepared stones. and timber is being laid in its walls the work is going forward with a great energy and success we asked the leaders who gave you permission to rebuild this temple and restore this structure and we demanded their names so that we could tell you who the leaders were this was their answer we are the servants of god of heaven and earth and we are rebuilding the temple that was built here many years ago by a great king of Israel but because our ancestors angered the god of heaven he abandoned them to king Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon who destroyed this temple and exiled the people to Babylonia however king Cyrus of Babylon during the first year of his reign issued a decree that the temple of god should be rebuilt king Cyrus returned the gold and silver cups that Nebuchadnezzar had taken from the temple of god in Jerusalem and had placed in the temple of Babylon these cups were taken from that temple and presented to a man named Sheshbazzar whom king Cyrus appointed as governor of Judah the king instructed him to return the cups to their place in Jerusalem and to rebuild the temple of God there on its original site so this Sheshbazzar came and laid the foundation of the temple of God in Jerusalem the people have been working on it ever since though it is not yet completed Therefore if it pleases the king we request that a search be made in the royal archives of Babylon to discover whether king Cyrus ever issued a decree to rebuild God's temple in Jerusalem and then let the king send us his decision in this matter Ezra chapter 6 So king Darius issued orders that a search be made in the Babylonian archives which was stored in the treasury but it was at the fortress at Ekbatana in the province of Media that a scroll was found this is what it said memorandum in the first year of king Cyrus reign a decree was sent out concerning the temple of god at jerusalem let the temple be rebuilt on the site where jews used to offer their sacrifices using the original foundations its height will be 90 feet and its width will be 90 feet Every three layers of specially prepared stones will be topped by a layer of timber. 
all expenses will be paid by the royal treasury. Furthermore, the gold and silver cups, which were taken to Babylon by Nebuchadnezzar from the temple of God in Jerusalem, must be returned to Jerusalem and put back where they belong. Let them be taken back to the temple of God. So King Darius sent this message. Now, therefore, Tatenai, governor of the province west of the Euphrates River, and Shetha Bozenai, and your colleagues and other officials west of the Euphrates River, stay away from there. Do not disturb the construction of the temple of God. Let it be rebuilt on its original site, and do not hinder the governor of Judah and the elders of the Jews in their work. Moreover, I hereby decree that you are to help these elders of the Jews as they rebuild this temple of God. You must pay the full construction costs without delay from my taxes collected in the province west of the Euphrates River so that the work will not be interrupted. Give the priests in Jerusalem whatever is needed in the way of young bulls, rams, and male lambs for the burnt offerings presented to the God of heaven. And without fail, Provide them with as much wheat, salt, wine, and olive oil as they need each day. Then they will be able to offer acceptable sacrifices to the God of heaven and pray for the welfare of the king and his sons. Those who violate this decree in any way will have a beam pulled from their house. Then they will be lifted up and impaled on it, and their house will be reduced to a pile of rubble. May the God who has chosen the city of Jerusalem as the place to honor his name destroy any king or nation that violates this command and destroys this temple. I, Darius, have issued this decree. Let it be obeyed with all diligence. Tatenai, governor of the province west of the Euphrates River, and Shethabozenai and their colleagues complied at once with the command of King Darius. So the Jewish elders continued their work and they were greatly encouraged by the preaching of the prophets Haggai and Zechariah son of Edo. The temple was finally finished as had been commanded by the God of Israel and decreed by Cyrus, Darius and Artaxerxes, the kings of Persia. The temple was completed on March 12th during the sixth year of King Darius' reign. The temple of God was then dedicated with great joy by the people of Israel, the priests, the Levites, and the rest of the people who had returned from exile. During the dedication ceremony for the temple of God, 100 young bulls, 200 rams, and 400 male lambs were sacrificed, and 12 male goats were presented as a sin offering for the 12 tribes of Israel. Then the priests and Levites were divided into the various divisions to serve at the temple of God in Jerusalem, as prescribed in the book of Moses. On April 21st, the returned exile celebrated Passover. The priests and Levites had purified themselves and were ceremonially clean. So they slaughtered the Passover lamb for all the returned exiles, for their fellow priests, and for themselves. The Passover meal was eaten by the people of Israel who had returned from exile and by the others in the land who had returned from their corrupt practices to worship the Lord, the God of Israel. Then they celebrated the festival of unleavened bread for seven days. 
There was great joy throughout the land because the Lord had caused the king of Assyria to be favorable to them so that he helped them to rebuild the temple of God, the God of Israel. Ezra chapter 7 Many years later, during the reign of King Artaxerxes of Persia, there was a man named Ezra. He was the son of Seraiah, son of Azariah, son of Hilkiah, son of Shalom, son of Zadok, son of Ahitub, son of Amariah, son of Azariah, son of Meraioth, son of Zerahiah, son of Uzi, son of Buki, son of Abishua, son of Phinehas, son of Eliezer, son of Aaron the high priest. This Ezra was a scribe who was well versed in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel, had given to the people of Israel. He came up to Jerusalem from Babylon, and the king gave him everything he asked for, because the gracious hand of the Lord, his God, was on him. Some of the people of Israel, as well as some of the priests, Levites, singers, gatekeepers, and temple servants, traveled up to Jerusalem with him in the seventh year of King Artaxerxes' reign. Ezra arrived in Jerusalem in August of that year. He had arranged to leave Babylon on April 8th, the first day of the new year, and he arrived at Jerusalem on August 4th, for the gracious hand of his God was on him. This was because Ezra had determined to study and obey the law of the Lord and to teach those decrees and regulations to the people of Israel. King Artaxerxes had given a copy of the following letter to Ezra, the priest and scribe who studied and taught the commands and decrees of the Lord to Israel. From Artaxerxes, the king of kings, to Ezra the priest, the teacher of the law of God of heaven, greetings. I decree that any of the people of Israel in my kingdom, including the priests and Levites, may volunteer to return to Jerusalem with you. I and my council of seven hereby instruct you to conduct an inquiry into the situation in Judah and Jerusalem, based on your God's law, which is in your hand. We also commission you to take with you silver and gold, which we are freely presenting as an offering to the God of Israel, who lives in Jerusalem. Furthermore, you are to take any silver and gold that you may obtain from the province of Babylon, as well as the voluntary offerings of the people and the priests that are presented for the temple of their God in Jerusalem. These donations are to be used specifically for the patches of bulls, rams, male lambs, and the appropriate grain offerings and liquid offerings all of which will be offered on the altar of the temple of your God in Jerusalem. Any silver and gold that is left over may be used in whatever way you and your colleagues feel is the will of your God. But as for the cups we are entrusting to you for the service of the temple of your God, deliver them all to the God of Jerusalem. If you need anything else for your God's temple or for any similar needs, you may take it from the royal treasury. I, Artaxerxes the king, hereby send this decree to all the treasurers in the province west of the Euphrates River. You are to give Ezra, the priest and the teacher of the law of God of heaven, whatever he requests of you. You are to give him up to 7,500 pounds of silver, 500 bushels of wheat, 550 gallons of wine, 
550 gallons of olive oil and an unlimited supply of salt. Be careful to provide whatever the God of heaven demands for his temple. For why should we risk bringing God's anger against the realm of the kings and his sons? I also decree that no priest, Levite, singer, gatekeeper, temple servant, or other worker in this temple of God will be required to pay tribute, customs, or tolls of any kind. And you, Ezra, are to use the wisdom your God has given you to appoint magistrates and judges who know your God's law to govern all the people in the province west of the Euphrates River. Teach the law to anyone who does not know it, Anyone who refuses to obey the law of your God and the law of the king will be punished immediately, either by death, banishment, confiscation of goods, or imprisonment. Praise the Lord, the God of our ancestors, who made the king want to beautify the temple of the Lord in Jerusalem. And praise him for demonstrating such unfailing love to me by honoring me before the king, his council, and all his mighty nobles. I felt encouraged because the gracious hand of the Lord my God was on me, and I gathered some of the leaders of Israel to return with me to Jerusalem. Ezra chapter 8 Here is a list of the family leaders and the genealogies of those who came with me from Babylon during the reign of King Artaxerxes. From the family of Phineas, Gashom. From the family of Ithamar, Daniel. From the family of David, Hatush, a descendant of Shekaniah. From the family of Parosh, Zechariah and 150 other men were registered. From the family of Pahath Moab, Eliehoinai, son of Zerahiah, and 200 other men. From the family of Zatu, Shekaniah, son of Jahaziel, and 300 other men. From the family of Adin, Ebed, son of Jonathan, and 50 other men. From the family of Elam, Jeshiah, son of Athaliah, and 70 other men. From the family of Shephatiah, Zebadiah, son of Michael, and 80 other men. From the family of Joab, Obadiah, son of Jehiel, and 218 other men. From the family of Bani, Shelomith, son of Josephiah, and 160 other men. From the family of Bebai, Zechariah, son of Bebai, and 28 other men. From the family of Asgad, Johanan, son of Hakatan, and 110 other men. From the family of Adonikam, who came later, Eliphelet, Jeuel, Shemaiah, and 60 other men. From the family of Bigvai, Uthai, Zakur, and 70 other men. I assembled the exiles at the Ahava Canal and we camped there for three days while I went over the lists of the people and the priests who had arrived. I found that not one Levite had volunteered to come along. So I sent for Eliezer, Ariel, Shemaiah, Elnathan, Jarib, Elnathan, Nathan, Zechariah, and Meshulam, who were leaders of the people. I also sent for Joyarib and Elnathan, who are men of discernment. I sent them to Ido, the leader of the Levites at Kasifia, to ask him and his relatives and the temple servants 
to send us ministers for the temple of God at Jerusalem. Since the gracious hand of our God was on us, they sent us a man named Sherebiah, along with 18 of his sons and brothers. He was a very astute man and a descendant of Mali, who was a descendant of Levi, son of Israel. They also sent Hashabiah, together with Jeshiah from the descendants of Merari, and 20 of his sons and brothers, and 220 temple servants. The temple servants were assistants to the Levites, a group of temple workers first instituted by King David and his officials. They were all listed by name. And there by the Ahava Canal, I gave orders for all of us to fast and humble ourselves before our God. We pray that he will give us a safe journey and protect us, our children and our goods as we traveled. For I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to accompany us and protect us from enemies along the way. After all, he had told the king, Our God's hand of protection is on all who worship him, but his fierce anger rages against those who abandon him. So we fasted and earnestly prayed that our God will take care of us, and he had our prayer. I appointed twelve leaders of the priests, Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten other priests, to be in charge of transporting the silver, the gold, the gold bowls, and the other items that the king, his council, his officials, and all the people of Israel had presented for the temple of God. I weighed the treasure as I gave it to them and found the totals to be as follows. 24 tons of silver, 7,500 pounds of silver articles, 7,500 pounds of gold, 20 gold bowls, equal in value to 1,000 gold coins, two fine articles of polished bronze, as precious as gold. And I said to these priests, You and these treasures have been set apart as holy to the Lord. This silver and gold is a voluntary offering to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. Guard these treasures well until you present them to the leading priests, the Levites, and the leaders of Israel who will weigh them at the storerooms for the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. So the priests and the Levites accepted the task of transporting these treasures of silver and gold to the temple of our God in Jerusalem. We broke camp at the Ahava Canal on April 19th and started off to Jerusalem. And the gracious hand of our God protected us and saved us from enemies and bandits along the way. So we arrived safely in Jerusalem where we rested for three days. On the fourth day after our arrival, the silver, gold, and other valuables were weighed at the temple of our God and entrusted to Meremoth, son of Uriah, the priest, and to Eleazar, son of Phineas, along with Josabad, son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, son of Binui, both of whom were Levites. Everything was accounted for by number and weight, and the total weight was officially recorded. Then the exiles who had come out of captivity sacrificed burnt offerings to the God of Israel. They presented twelve bulls for all the people of Israel, as well as ninety-six rams and seventy-seven male lambs. They also offered twelve male goats as a sin offering. All this was given as a burnt offering to the Lord, 
The king's decrees were delivered to his highest officers and the governors of the province west of the Euphrates River, who then cooperated by supporting the people and the temple of God.